Well, it's, um, it's a somewhat ambiguous speech. It's very positive in that he commits to returning to dialogue on the implementation of, of indirect elections, uh, which had been stalled uh, since he declared them uh, essentially over uh, more than two weeks ago. Um, but at the same time, uh, his, he has not explicitly committed to um, uh, walking back his uh, his extension of two years. Uh, he's expected to go before the lower house of parliament uh, on Saturday and um, to make a declaration to that announcement. But the problem is that even if um, even if he withdraws that uh, proposed extension, uh, there's no guarantee that uh, talks are going to move any faster or make any more progress than they were previously. And so we're still stuck in an indefinite hiatus waiting for some agreement on what kind of electoral process is going to take place. And obviously, the next question would be, who would then lead the country in the interim if the president resigns? Do you think his resignation will help matters in just keeping tensions low? Well, this is a key issue. In fact, um, the, the president is not offering to resign. All he's offering is um, to withdraw his, his extension uh, of two years um, but to remain the incumbent president, uh, according to uh, according to him and his supporters, um, he will remain president until an elected president replaces him. Now, without going into too much detail, basically the constitution only gives him a four-year term of office. Um, he pushed a piece of legislation through parliament last year, uh, which says that he could stay on and the parliament could stay on until they're replaced. Um, it's an un- unconstitutional uh, piece of legislation as far as his op- opponents are concerned. Um, and uh, even the upper house has now rejected his extension, so he's ignoring them and only using his supporters in the lower house to get his way. Uh, but if he remains in office, the opposition are now saying they will not talk to him. They will not negotiate with him. He's no longer the legitimate president. And so even his presence in the dialogue could be problematic. Are we seeing an emergence of uh, fragmentation of security agencies along clan lines? Does this weaken the president's uh, administration even further? Yes, it does. Um, many, many military officers were already talking before the end of the president's term of office about the fact that he would no longer be the legitimate commander in chief as of uh, February 9th, the day after his term ended. Um, now what we have is a, a fragmentation of the security sector, which has become so pronounced uh, opposition forces. And that means units of the Somali National Army and police that used to be uh, integrated into the security establishment. They are now with the opposition. So the opposition controls almost three quarters of the capital. Um, all of the federal member states have now come against the president. Uh, the, there is a, a coalition of presidential candidates against him. So essentially, the president controls about uh, one quarter of Mogadishu, and that's all he has left. Um, because you know, the army has fragmented and largely moved against him. Speak about the possibility of uh, the Prime Minister, Mohammed Hussein Roblet, taking the lead um, when it comes to the electoral negotiations instead of uh, Famaju. Do you think this would be a wise move? I think that would be the best move. Um, at this stage, I can't see a better way forward than for Famaju to actually um, see the writing on the wall, step down, and the prime minister, who uh, was 
for a long time seen as um, a loyalist of Farmajo, has now been asserting his independence. Um, he's, I think, seen as a credible interlocutor by the opposition. And he is the best person to lead what remains of the government into talks with the opposition to break this impasse. And, you, you know, just uh, the foreign donors who have been backing Farmajo's government uh, for the longest time. This crisis unfolding, what do you think is happening? Do you think he's going to get uh, continued support or um, the country is going to get continued support? Uh, what are we going to see going forward? Well, it looks as though the international environment's turned quite um, decisively against Farmaggio. Um, his finance minister recently announced that they've received no budgetary support since August last year, uh, that the coffers are empty, and he essentially made a plea for members of the Somali diaspora to, to do a sort of GoFundMe for the government to try and keep some money flowing. Uh, the only major donors left for the government seem to be um, Qatar, um, which even um, as the, the closest ally of the government seems to be hesitant to, to pour more money in. And the government of Turkey, which provides military support and is coming under growing pressure uh, to um, stop supporting forces that are oppressing the opposition and, and have tried recently to assassinate opposition leaders. So even Turkey might be um, the last of, of the allies of Farmaggio to withdraw support. Beyond that, we have the European Union, the United States, and others threatening sanctions against um, the federal government leadership. So I think any international support for um, uh, Farmaggio and his administration um, is really drying up.